And that's when I texted you the other day and told you I felt free and happy. It, it really did do that. And I know that the sun is out and the blah, blah, blah. We haven't seen the sun in freaking 150 some odd days. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it. But you get that feeling when you ride a bicycle of, you know, that when you first, you know, when my dad let go of the, the seat handle and I didn't fall down that first time. It's like, oh my God, I totally did it. You know, and then you fall over because you start thinking. And that's the thing. It's like you get on there and it's not thinking. You just do. And then nature does the rest. Hey, what's up? This is Kat. Welcome to the Joyride. Hey, what's up, Joyriders? This is Kat, and you're listening to episode number 27 of the Joyride podcast, where we celebrate women on bikes. On today's show, it is my great pleasure to introduce you all to my dear friend, Karen Grunwald. Karen is celebrating her first week of new bike ownership after being out of the saddle for far too long. She asked me to go bike shopping with her, which might be one of my favorite things to do on the planet. Um, Karen wanted to go over to Gladys Bikes first, and folks, the rest is her story. On this episode, we hang out at the Bluffs, so you're going to hear lots of fun outside things like motorcycles and birds chirping. And we chat about her new ride, her new ride affectionately known as Queen Bee. We'll talk about her shopping experience, going fast, um, ideas on how to carry stuff, including our pups, um, random parking lots in North Portland. We talk about Stumptown Cold Brew, being highly caffeinated, and what backgammon, bikes, and South America all have in common. Now, before we get into that, a few things. I just celebrated one year of bike commuting, and in that time, I just checked out the map my ride slash fitness slash dog walk. Um, in that time, I have recorded 3,368 miles on map my ride. Uh, it's in the past year. I am like overwhelmed by that number. It's totally crazy because that's sort of like going across the country. I guess, right? Like 3,000 miles, something like that. Um, so I've got some things shifting around with work, doing a more remote flex work situation. So I'll be commuting less in the coming months, which means I get to be more intentional with what rides I'm choosing. And that's pretty exciting. Okay, next is a little humble brag here, friends. The Joyride was just featured as one of the five women's cycling podcasts to listen to. Uh, from the City Girls Ride, City Girl Rides blog. Uh, super stoked for the show to have been named with such company as the Vox Women Insider and the Wheel Suckers podcast, which is produced by London Bike Kitchen. Um, big thanks to City Girl Rides for that mention. Thank you so much. The more you share the show, the more women find the show, and that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to put a link to that post in the show notes for you to check it out and link up with these other Bikey Gal podcasts to listen to their love too. Finally, I am pretty excited because we had our first info session this past week for the Women Bike PDX Bike Camping for Beginners trip. That is happening at the end of June, and we've got a great group of gals ready to try on bike camping. I'm so thrilled to get to help facilitate what is, I'm sure, the first of many more adventures. If you are a bikey gal in the Portland area and you're interested in checking out this beginner bike camping trip, go ahead and join up the Women Bike PDX group on Facebook or and slash or uh, email me at thejoyridepodcast at gmail.com or through whatever social media you find. You know, it's pretty much Joyride Podcast or the Joyride Podcast everywhere. So there's still time if you want to get on that if you're in the Portland or the, the Oregon area. Okay, Joyriders, you can find the links and pictures that we discuss in the show notes for this episode. You can find those show notes at girleatsbike.com forward slash joyride 027, or theoretically, you should be able to tap on the album art for this uh, show on most mobile podcast device apps, and the notes should pop up if I did the things properly. Um, so this this is... Uh, a different sound a little bit because it's 
we're we're hanging out outside and we've only done that once before but this is my friend uh who's a dear friend of mine so it's definitely a different type of interview and i had a lot of fun making it i hope you enjoy it so without further ado please meet my pal and new bianchi owner karen grunwald Grunwald, welcome to the Joyride. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Just had a Joyride coming over here. Just had a Joyride <laughs> coming over here. Coming to you live. Um, friends, listeners, uh, country folk, this you're listening to the Joyride podcast, and right right now you can hear the birds chirping around us because we're hanging out in the 75 degrees, and we're hanging out here at a place known as the Skidmore Bluffs. That's correct. I'm here with my good friend, Karen. Um, Hello. Karen. Karen, happy new bike week, Karen. Oh, thank you so much, Kat. This is a very exciting week for me. Um, I am, I'm super thrilled, listeners, because Karen is one of my very good, dearest friends. She's definitely, like, one of my best people, in fact, was one of my best people at my wedding last year. I was indeed. It's, uh, you know, she has, has the, the scars to prove it. I do. <laughs> Only a minor cuts and bruises. I'm all right. Um, so I'm super excited and was so super excited when she asked if I would um, accompany her as she went on a mission to get a bike. And so that just happened. Just a few short days ago, um, we were out together and and Karen and Karen got a new bike, and that means that I we did. we get to do riding. <laughs> it means we get to go on bicycle yes. adventures together. Yes, this is one of the most exciting aspects of getting a bicycle. The riding is piece. joining you on adventures. That's so sweet. Yes, yes, and for my health. Um, Karen, where did you learn to ride a bicycle? Oh, I learned to ride a bicycle. Um, in Antioch, California, my childhood street, my dad bought me a Schwinn, had the like handlebars with the, what do you call those? The, no, you can't see me, of course. Um, <laughs> the, where they kind of, it's like a U-shaped, yeah. like they did. They look like low. those chopper sort of handles. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's know what they're like, called. It's not like Harley chopper. What do they call those? Like eight? Gorilla eight things? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. We're going to try to find Anywho, out, though. Um, we can look into that later. We'll find a picture yeah. and post it in the show notes. Yeah. Anyway, it just had, like, the U-shaped handlebars, the banana seat, um, green bike with the white accents. Where's it white, ac- white bike, green accents? I don't know. But had the banana seat. Now, Dad was one of those tough guys. Uh, not really. He's not a tough guy. But he would never let us have training wheels. So we weren't allowed, n- neither me or my sister were allowed to learn to ride a bicycle with training wheels. So it was get on it, I'll hold you for a minute, you fall off, we'll do it again, kind of. He yeah. probably would. He probably threw us into the deep end too, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was it. We learned to drive on the stick shift, no training wheels. Tough that love. That was my dad. Tough, <laughs> perhaps, tough love. But that's where I learned to ride my very first bicycle. And did you ride your bicycle, like, as a teenager or, like, what? Because that stops at a certain point sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. What was right. that like for you? I did stop riding a bicycle. I Once I outgrew the Schwinn, the little bike I learned to ride on, I'm trying to think of what my next bicycle was. Well, I rode my mom's grandma bike. She had like this, we always called it the granny bike. I mean, now, I mean, you see them all around Portland now, but just like a typical old, like, a like Schwinn. It was a cruiser, Schwinn mm-hmm. cruiser. That bike was green. And it had one of those big, black, squishy, like springy seats. Mm-hmm. And I rode that one around for a little bit, but I didn't really ride it anywhere. Like when I was a young, like when I was a kid, I rode, I'd go out, in the morning and go out, you know, stay out all day. I don't even know what I was doing. But behind my house was an open field and kids would ride their bikes back there. And it, I lived on a slope. So if you went up to the top, all of the different houses were on different, you know, elevations. So there'd be these little like dips. So you'd go on like downhills. <laughs> that was so cool. And then some kids would build like jump ramps and, you know, 
I was usually a little too scared to do that. But, you know, we didn't ride around with helmets and, you know. Cell phones. I just, cell phones. Yeah, I just, I would do that. I would make that loop all day long. I would, you know, go behind all the houses on my street, come out the other side, loop around and do it again and again and again. And there was just a lot of great hills around my house, really hilly in the area where I grew up. Mm. And you could just really get going. Now, were you ever interested in, like, exploring mountain biking? Because I think that that's a thing in that neck of the woods, right? Yes. I never really <laughs> got any, interested in that. Any people, any mountain bikers who listen to the show are like, you're dumb. I don't, I'm just like, how do you ride a bike on trails where it's bumpy? And they're like, stop, just stop. <laughs> yeah, stop no, it. I never got interested in that. Um, I did get a mountain bike when I moved to college. My parents bought me one so I could ride around... Uh, to school and whatnot, back and forth. And I used it for years, and it got stolen. And then I didn't have a bike for years. So that so that was the jump. You had, there was a gap of not having a bike uh-huh. in adolescence, and yes. then when you went to college, folks got you a mountain bike. Yes, and I did ride it a lot. I rode it all around my college town, everywhere. So it was my main source of transportation there. Okay. Yeah. And this was in California. Yes. And then you live here in the wonderful People's Republic of Portland. <laughs> yes. And how long have you how long have you been in this town? I have lived here for 16 years. So many of the years. It's, it's a long time. Sometimes when I say it out loud, I can't believe I've actually been here that long. But indeed, I have been here that long. I've seen a lot of changes here. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different podcast. Yeah, truly, that is. Um, so, Bike Town, USA, tell me, did you have a bike when you moved here? Tell me what that experience was like for you showing up in Portland, Oregon. Well, when I first moved here, I did not have a bicycle because the mountain bike had been stolen. Of course. Bike and thieves. I never got a bike after that. I never, I never even went down and got a cheapy... Did, you, did the lock get cut? Did you not? Did you lock the wheel I to the rack? I did not lock the bike at all. It, what uh, happened was I... The truth comes out. The truth comes out. It's true that I did not lock the bicycle up. I was in my house for approximately three minutes, and now oh, I know no. that's all it takes for someone to steal your bike. Um, a heart attack like any morning yeah. and I have to double back into the house to grab something I forgot. I'm like... Just, <laughs> okay. ah. Yeah, well, it can happen just that fast. I know, especially in my neighborhood, too. <laughs> Right. Mine too. Oh, listeners. Anyway. Uh, yes, we are in the, in the final frontier over there, St. John's. But anywho, neither here nor there. Sorry about that. Uh, I digress. I digress. Um, uh, okay. So, so you anywho, moved up here I and moved uh, up the here. bike, it, the, it, it got stolen. I didn't have the bike. The bike was stolen. Um, so I went a long time without a bike. And when I moved here, I came here with a person. <laughs> She was a person. <laughs> That's <laughs> really debatable. <laughs> That's again another podcast. Um, <laughs> and anywho, uh, exercise and things of that nature were not really our game, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I became very complacent. And actually, if you really want to know the truth, Portland has kind of evolved into this. I'm not saying that biking wasn't a big thing here prior, or cycling, or whatever. Whatever. I don't know all the terminology yet, folks. Sorry, I've only had the bike for a week. <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> I always feel like a douche when I say cycling. I don't know if that's wrong, or if it's okay to say I as someone who's not a professional, or... That's an interesting thing to unpack. We can come back to that <laughs> okay, later let if us, you want please. to. The town has definitely evolved in terms of bicycling. Yes. I mean, there were always a lot of bikes around. But it it was more like people just smoked and drank too much, so they didn't want to drive. (laughs) So let's just get a bike. That's kind of what it felt like initially, you know what I mean? And that is why I got a bike, because I was drinking probably more than I should have been back then when I first kind of started working at this one place and everyone else had bicycles and I live I lived not far from there it was the perfect commute it's flat so I ended up finally getting a bike from a customer who had built a bike 
and his girlfriend was riding it around, and he goes, I have the bike for you. And I met Pinky Tuscadero. Pinky. <laughs> so, listeners, we're going to we're gonna uh, have a picture, fo- a photograph, a picture of a photograph in, yes. of Pinky Tuscadero <laughs> yes, in the can. show notes. Yeah, um, you <laughs> Karen, can you, can you describe Pinky for us? Um, perhaps. You're looking at the other bicycles that are I'm around us. I'm looking at the right other bicycles that are nothing so like, it like had, Pinky Tuscadero. It had wheels. It had two it wheels has, on it. It still has. It still has two wheels, and it's actually still in really wonderful working order. Um, but uh, Pinky Tuscadero is obviously pink. Um, with some, It's like painted pink, but it's been like worn and weathered, and it's chipped. I believe the original frame was blue. Underneath, you can see some blue coming out of it. Mm. But I've, a, I've there are metaphors it up here. What's that? There are metaphors here. Just kidding. No. Um, anywho, okay, come back. Come I just back. got that. I just got come that. Back. Sorry, I was taking a minute. No, to process it was all my fault. <laughs> I see what you're saying. This here. is why I only um, interview strangers <laughs> or friends I haven't met yet. The longest podcast in Joyride history. Um, Anywho, uh, so it says pink, um, very bulky, I guess. Uh, The guy that built it said that it was a mountain bike frame. It feels like it weighs about 40 pounds. I know that's probably not true. Probably does weigh somewhere between 25 and 30 pounds. It's heavy uh, to try to haul around. And I rode that thing for... I bought that bike from Michael. Um, his, uh, oh, jeez. It's just like a Franken bike. It's all different little pieces and parts and handlebars. and. It's kind of a quintessential Portland bike. I mean, <laughs> it if it's is. not like a tall unicycle or no. like a grill bike or something, I mean, Pinky no, Tuscadero no. is like kind of what you'd expect. Right. Sarah, my girlfriend, calls it... Uh, actually, uh, Sarah does call it that too, but my friend Jana named it my, the Riot Girl bike. Mm. I always just called it Pinky Tuscadero, but... Um, the right girl bike and I really do have a really beautiful place in my heart for this bicycle it took me on many adventures I did the bridge pedal on that bike oh Mm. my god I think about that okay so the bridge pedal (laughs) is that all you can do all the bridges you can do three bridges Uh you can do um, six bridges you can do nine bridges oh my goodness and now there's I think 10 or 11 bridges because you do what's the new one the Tillicum Crossing yeah is now in it but I did that, uh, I, we did 30 some odd miles that day. On uh, Pinky. On Pinky and the, and the thing is, is that bridges are, uh, you know, you gotta climb those. Yes, yes. And I have to tell you, I didn't get, I didn't, we stopped a couple times, of course, cause you have to when you get downtown and stuff like that because of traffic and whatnot. But I did not walk my bike until I literally came around you know where Kaiser is on Russell Street there, mm-hmm. um, or at Legacy Hospital, and you come around this loop, and it's like this really steep hill, and I literally, my bike just stopped. Like, yeah. I couldn't pedal any further. I've been there. I was like, <laughs> okay, I think I'm done. I will fall to the side. And that was on the nearing the Fremont Bridge, which was our last bridge. So I did almost make it all the way, but I logged a lot of miles on the bicycle. I don't know how many. I never, you know, logged any of it, but fun time together so <laughs> what um do you have another memorable ride another memorable pinky tuscadero ride um probably um yes i do i decided that one day when it was still safe to ride the Springwater corridor <laughs> actually the Springwater corridor was still pretty new at the time like finished we all the way to gresham and I uh, started out early, and I rode the max. I knew I couldn't go book round trip, so mm-hmm. I rode the max all the way out to um, the final stop out there. I don't know what that is, Ruby like Bridge or Ruby or uh, who the hell knows? I don't know. I don't rarely go out that we'll way. We'll look at a map for listeners who <laughs> give a crap. Plug it in later. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> if you care about what the last stop at Gresham is, call me. Let me know. Uh, number in the show notes. <laughs> comment, comment below. Yeah, comment below. <laughs> and we'll Karen, will send you, Karen will Google it I for you. I think it's called Ruby Junction or something like that. Anywho, went out there and then I rode the bicycle back um, down the Springwater Corridor through Selwood and up the East Bank Esplanade. 
and that was the first day actually that I rode up interstate you rode up interstate on Piggy Tuscadero yes yeah yeah, there's a little bit of a hill there for Indeed. listeners who are not familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's a steep so interstate slow incline. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of steep though. I think actually interstate's pretty steep. There's some steep parts for sure, but once you kind of think you're at the top, it, you think it's flattening out a yeah. little, but it's not. Yeah, no, that is an optical illusion for sure. Yeah, I, I think about that because we've talked about that once. <laughs> yeah. I think about it every time. Yeah. Um, so that's my commute. Um, my commute back from downtown Portland, when I commute back up north to St. John's, I go up interstate and it is wow. steep, but it's like, it's just a few, it's just a few minutes. It's not, I don't know. I've gotten used to that punishment and, yeah. and it's over. It's like, it's That's better. Hard at the end of your day, like trying to get up that hill. It's better than going up Greeley though. Greeley, people go too fast. Yeah. Is and it's just like, like a 50, long, longer, slower climb. I don't feel like it puts you far enough. I've also over. done Greeley. I didn't make it. I made it. I wanted to walk that halfway. I didn't make it. I made it up to what is that going? The mm-hmm. going overpass, and then I had to. Walk which is the which way. is like exactly where we are right now, Joy Riders. We kind of are. We up actually above. we are actually right up above that. This yeah. Is, uh, delightful. So it is delightful. Um, I'm so I'm super excited because what what we have here to my right, and I'm <laughs> going to take a photo. No, I'm not because my phone's on my bike. But maybe before we leave, we'll take some photos because I have to start doing that at some point. I gotta like right. take this thing up. But of course. Um, so to my right is this beautiful new bicycle. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about what is going on? What's going on here? What do you got? Well, what I have here is a Bianchi C Sport Two. Now Two. I don't know anything about the C Sport One, <laughs> so I don't know what the upgrades are. Um, a nice, very light and breezy aluminum frame. <laughs> I can pick it up with one hand, people. One hand. One hand. I can, this uh, is this is huge. So we went to Gladys Bikes last week. Oh my goodness. Gladys Bikes listeners. Um, so I, I was I was super excited that Karen asked if I would join her on this because there is nothing that makes me happier <laughs> than shopping for bikes. Well, you go to the professionals Except- when you. You know, when you're lucky enough to know somebody who knows something about something, if you're going to buy that something, you should ask them to go with you when you're going to buy that something, and you were that someone. I'm hedging a little bit on the suggestion that I'm professional, but <laughs> well, I do have a lot you have of... have a podcast. <laughs> Anybody can have a podcast. <laughs> Seems pretty professional to me. Democracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, but I was super excited because if there's the only thing I could like more is if I were buying lots of bikes for myself. But right. but this is great because if I get my girls on bikes, that means I get to go on them on rides more often. Yes. So so uh, I was super thankful when you asked me to go out with you on this like adventure for shopping and like figure out what you're looking for. We did a little bit of pre-talking in terms of like that like the ideas are where do you see yourself going? What's your budget? And, like, a lot of, like, existential how do you want to feel sort of, you know. But in a perfect world, where do you see yourself going? (laughs) Yes. And um, so we went out to Gladys. Such a wonderful experience, by the way. So good. And I want to hear your thoughts about that before before I continue. Well, I don't know a lot about bikes. I'm still learning all... I mean, I just learned what housing right casing cables and housing and housing i just learned about cables and housing on the ride over here as a matter of fact um so i'm still learning even though you know i worked at the bike warehouse and stuff i was really just kind of picking out parts and not really paying close attention but so i'm still learning a lot about the bike so it was hard for me to put into english words (laughs) my wants and needs because you know, I know that there are certain things on the bike that make it easier for riding and comfort and cat. You're always talking a lot about, you know, the fit of the bicycle, which clearly me and Pinky, I think I might have been just a little too big for, for Pinky. I think it might have been just half a hair too small. Um, you are a tall glass of water, Karen. I'm a long, not so lean piece of 
thing. Side of <laughs> yes, side, side of, of beef, side, side of, of woman. Side I don't know. Never mind. Well, All right, stop. Uh, yes. I'm not. I'm probably not going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, Editing takes way too long. <laughs> okay, you're tall. Um, Pinky tall. was maybe a little Pinky too small. Pinky was too small. So go. I wanted to. We're talking about the fit. We're talking about the fit of the bike. So these are all things that I was trying to, you know, I don't know how to express. So the, the person that helped me at Gladys was very good about pulling out of me what my needs were. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to Liz at Gladys Bikes. She was so wonderful. She spent a whole lot of time with us. And she even had my girlfriend on a bicycle. And I'm like, oh, Lord, we're going to buy... Bicycles today. We're gonna make a gang. <laughs> We're making a bicycle gang. A no po bike gang. <laughs> no po rollers. Anyway, all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll. again. Um, so anyway, these are just things that I'm still learning. So, um, you know, I learned the difference between the disc brakes and uh, I don't even know rim, what you call the other brakes. Rim brakes. Rim, rim brakes, brakes would work. That well, would they're make like cantil- cantilever brakes, but what? The, the pads rub on the rim to stop them. So right. I guess I would call them rim brakes and people right. would know what that means generally. Yes. And if not, then put a link in the, put a link in the show, <laughs> show notes. notes. Show notes link. Show notes link. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll look it up. Um, so... Totes profesh. Um, she picked out a few bikes for me to try out. Um, the first one I wanted to tr- try... She didn't, they didn't have it in my size. It was just going to be too small. So it didn't even make sense to try it. It was that bike that's made for women. It was called, was it Liv, L-I-V? Yeah. Liv is a brand. Liv is a brand under the giant brand. And it's the women specific. Okay. Like, like, for women, supposedly. Yeah. I'm using air quotes here. Yeah. I don't know what that actually means. Women, it's just. Women in mind? Yes. Using some very general uh, measurements, not measurements, but like the differences with how long a torso torsos are versus legs or whatever. And I know right. very little about this. And anyone who knows really about this is listening. Like, shut up and stop trying to explain it. But it's like with it's general not the same mountain biking people, probably. <laughs> they just they know so a lot. They know um, everything. But. It, uh, yeah, so women's specific designs are made with that sort of geometry, theoretically, yeah. in mind. It makes sense. So I didn't actually get a chance to write that one. But the next one she picked out was a Surly. Yeah. And that one was looked the... the best to me. Like I, li- I mean, this one looks great, too. Don't get me wrong. But I liked the way it looked. And it was more... It had, like, fatter tires. I think that was the cross-check. It, I think it was yes. the cross-check. Yes. And it had a steel frame. So it was a little heavier than this one um it also had the one by so it was just the one gear up in the front it was just the one crank one speed up in the front whatever indeed um and so that was something we were talking about a little bit in terms of you know like where where do you see yourself going um you know more gears aren't necessarily better but having a range of gears to find what speed works for you is can help you feel more comfortable as you're finding your way yes yes um and i wrote that one and i i liked it i liked i really liked the handlebars i liked the way it looked Those mustache bars yeah they were really cute but the bike was not it was a little too small big enough yeah you were having the toe strikes on the front wheel there yes Yes. I was excited about the three of us going out on that little test ride. (laughs) Right, right. That was fun. Um, Yeah, so I kept hitting my toe on that. And I don't think that they had a bigger size. I feel like that one... Oh, no, they pulled the one down from the wall, Mm -hmm. and I tried it again. I still hit my toe. So I don't know if it was just... I haven't hit my toe on this one. Um, But then I... So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that bike. I thought it was nice. Um, It rode really nicely. It had wider tires than I think I really wanted for the main... I mean, I'm mainly going to be riding it, city riding. I mean, I'm not... Karen has a five-mile commute to work. Yeah. 4.93 miles. (laughs) 4.93, if we're counting. Yes, if we're getting specific. Um, So, anywho, and then she pointed out this little... 
this gem. little this little number. This little number. And my partner said, I think this is the this is this is you. That's what she said. This is the one. This is your bike right here. Get on that. And I'm like, okay. So I tried this one. I wasn't really drawn to it at first, but I was also looking at the smaller frame. She pointed out the smaller framed one, and I didn't realize they had that the, the tall floor. one next to it was the same. Oh, gotcha. I actually hadn't actually put it together that this one was the same as the one next to it. It was just, it looked like a baby miniature version of it. I'm like, that's too small for me. I'll never get on that. She's like, no, this one here. I'm like, yes. And so I took this one out for a spin, and when I came back, apparently... My face said this was the bike for me. You had, you had, uh, you came back and you were absolutely glowing. Um, it was so much fun when, because when Karen came back, she had this smile on her face, and it was like, that's the one. That's how we can tell. Um, when you come back and you have that reaction, I mean, it's just like anything in life, right? Like if something makes you smile like that, you know it's a good thing. For sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised. I thought we were going to do a couple shops. Right. I thought we were going to try a bunch of a couple different places and and just, you know, be open, but you were like <laughs> you had those hearts in your eyes, like those little that, that little em- emoticon. Emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did felt like it too. It was just like wow, that's crazy. Um the fit wasn't quite right on on the um this part is that attaches the handlebars to the um, a stem. Yeah, so the stem okay. is what you changed out. They made it shorter. It was too far away. They call it a cockpit swap. <laughs> Sounds naughty. <laughs> um, um, cockpit swatch. That's well, a they, different podcast. <laughs> Again, so many different podcasts. I know. <laughs> We're multi potential like peoples. I know. We could be. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, they fixed that and I wrote it again. And then we did a walk, and we went for a walk so you could so you could think about it. So I could think about it, but I feel like I had already thought about it. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and even though we haven't gone anywhere and looked at bikes or ridden bikes or we've been talking about it though for I mean we've been talking about it for a while, like really. I mean, I, I think before the winter, so... Yes, Because easily. last summer was like... I mean, I've been trying to get my girls out on bikes for a yes. minute, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, well, it's happening. Um, so this thing... I mean, just when I rode this, it was... And Liz used the term zippy when she pointed at it. She's like, this is going to be a little zippier. And I was like, oh, okay. But it felt like the difference between riding that Surly and then riding this one was like right driving like a Porsche or and then like a Ford Focus that's what it felt like I mean it just felt that different this one was fast like I went down I mean just riding around Alberta there's not a lot of hills but there's a lot of like angled like slow inclines and I kind of really got it going and it just wants to go fast I mean, I know that the second time I rode it, it was fast. Like, I felt like I just went zip. Like, it just happened so fast. And I was so happy. And I still, I know that when I'm riding, I have caught myself just <laughs> just smiling. Because I'm going so fast. I never went this fast on Pinky. We, I just said, because I couldn't. It just wouldn't. I was not strong enough to make it go any faster than, yeah. like, five miles an hour. I mean, it's, a heavy, I, it's a heavy bike. Yeah, and it wasn't fun to ride with other people because I always felt like I was holding everybody back. I mean, even just riding with Sarah was... She'd be 10 blocks ahead of me, and I'm like, I'm coming! Just keep, We're going to the same place! It's me and the old lady are fighting each other here. It's like two old ladies fighting in a bag, me and Pinky Tuscadero. <laughs> on any kind of incline, it was terrible. So riding this was like... It was like no effort. It felt like no effort at all. And it was, it's like the wind. <laughs> it was like. I love that. I don't know. I just felt like I was floating almost. It wasn't so clunky. And I remember, so we just met a few minutes ago, a few minutes ago, whatever. Um, we met over at uh, Columbia Park near, uh, in our neighborhoods, we're nearish by where we live. And then rode over here to the bluffs. And uh, on our way over, we kind of go over this 
It's like a footbridge, uh, you know, ped and bike bridge that goes over a major road. And <laughs> it's it's steep. Yeah. And you got up towards the top of that and you were like, I could have never done this on Tinky. <laughs> Couldn't have. Are you having, you're having lots of those moments yes. now where you're just like, you're thinking about the old, mm-hmm. that the way that riding a bike used to feel yeah. versus this. Yeah, I mean, finding the right gear to not have to work so hard to get up a little hill did, is so amazing. Did you have gears? Does Pinky, yes. Pinky geared bike? Not many. Not many, okay. Uh, the, 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 this side, I don't know. The, the, the left, left side. The left side, I think, is the big rings in the front. It's the big rings in front. Yeah. was really hard to shift. Okay. I never was really able to, I'd get it to move one way, and I'd have to really work at it, and that's hard to do while you're pedaling. Yeah, yeah. Trying to force something in. I'm like, I'm not going to force it in. So I would just use it, like, on one gear in the front. So I never really explored the other gears on there because it was so difficult to move them while I was trying to ride. Yeah. And arguably, you shouldn't be trying to... If it's not moving and it... Forcing Yeah, because that could be be a different problem that you... Right. If you're not prepared for it, it could cause a, a real issue if your chain... If you just, like, stop moving. Uh, that I would not like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, not, not prepared to you know stop moving is bad. Not a good, not a good scene. No, sometimes. It's not good. It's not good. Um, so where do you see? Well, hold on. Does your bike have a name? Queen V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit Beyonce, a little bit Bianchi. Bianchi. If you know what I mean. Uh, any any other influence in there for that name? Well, actually, Sarah named it uh, just off the cuff the other day. And then the first time I wrote it, I'm like, Queen Bee, it is. Just fell in love with it. Buzzing around. Sense. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Although she said, she's like, what kind of one? If I get that other Bianchi, I kind of want to name mine Queen Bee. And I'm like, well, I could be Jay-Z. Mine's a little bit darker. Just a little bit more mannish perhaps a little more butch a little more, you know? a little more masculine <laughs> yeah a little more butch um you know i was really excited sarah found this cute bianchi mixty and it oh, hold on someone oh that's a man with a small penis you're very <laughs> you're expressing yourself very very well very right loudly. it's a very loud thing on the podcast um, Listen, we're trying to do a podcast over here. We're trying here. to record a podcast over here. Shut up. Sarah found this great um, Bianchi mixty there at Gladys. And it's just like uh, super cute. Um, and I'm really excited for like all the places that we can go together. Kind I, of perfect for her too. Yeah. Like just when I saw it, I was like, I can see Sarah on that. Feels and like a good fit. Seeing on her on it made total sense. Yeah. And she, and she liked it too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like any... You know, anytime that you see that smile sort of naturally happen is like, oh, that's a good thing. Yes. That's like you're just creating such good positive energy there. Yes. So I want to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Um, not like I have not been asking you questions this whole time, but where do you see yourself going on this bike? Where's like in your dreams, where are you going on this? Well, in my dreams, I'm using it for many things. I'm using it for exercise. I'm using it for my ride to work. I'm using it for adventures with my people. Um, I would like to have do some adventures in which I'm pushed outside my comfort zone. Maybe something like a planned here to there. Do you know what I mean? Um, not necessarily bike camping, but trying that maybe. I'm, I'm definitely open to it. I'm still a new camper as well, so right. that's I, I don't know if we pushing those two things. Yeah, together we don't want right to push thing. you too far, too <laughs> right. far yet. You know, right. this is like these are baby steps here. Yeah. So, so but so working up to something like that, you know, and these are in my dreams, of course. Um, but having just you you having it be my first choice of getting someplace mm. of getting to that place where I'm like I'm gonna roll up to Green Zebra real fast I'll be right back 
and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's my choice. Yeah, you default to that instead yeah. of thinking about the car. Right, because it would be faster, but how much faster, really? It's not really that. It's, it's not, not really faster when not you... Not when the bike goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really faster when you equate in all the ways that you have to stop as Traffic, a lights, parking, parking, that stupid parking lot there at Green Zebra oh is like friggin' annoying enough. I'm not into it. Not um, into it. The case, however, um, I definitely need to work on that. There's definitely still money left in my budget. Um, I might have to save up. Um, it still needs fenders. For I mean, I don't see myself doing a lot of rainy rides. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe I'll be like crazed by the end of the summer. It's still pretty. We're it's kind of dicey still in, for a few weeks here. Mm-hmm. Um, but technically, you probably get away without fenders really for until the fall. Yeah, until like yeah. probably September, or October. I want these. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, they have the silver ones, so I think I don't know how they look on there, but they might look kind of cute. Yeah, we'll see. I'd love to nerd out with you about all the different portage oh, options that you have on here. Yes, there'll be some nerding. So good. Oh. Oh. And I need to figure a way to transport my pup. That's another thing that I've yeah. been mentally working on. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I'm not quite sure how I want to do it yet. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to get my little dog around. Uh, listeners, Karen and Sarah have a three-legged tripod Jack Russell Terrier (laughs) named Joni Mitchell, affectionately known as Joni Mitchell the dog. Yes, if you need the hashtag that. Yeah, we'll hashtag Joni Mitchell the dog. Link in the show notes. No, we'll have a photo. We'll have a photo in there so you can see how adorable. And and Joni and and my uh, pup, Ziggy, are like, they're like gonna, we're gonna have like a dog wedding for them someday, eventually. Easily in love. Easily in love. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, those are the biggest things for me right now. Is to get the water, the bottle cages, and a way to hold things. Mm-hmm. But I'm not quite sure what I want yet. If I want something like this, the back rack. The back rack, yeah. I like the idea of this a lot. You know, I think a front... She's pointing at the the front rack oh, that yeah, I sorry. have here. Joy Riders. Um, so, will... You know, I love the idea of like a basket. I think the basket, mm-hmm. basket life, hashtag basket life is, is yes. a thing that is is uh, probably something you'd enjoy. Yes, I think so um, too. And Joni could feasibly fit in a basket. Yeah. I she, think. I think she could. Yeah. Look at those options. So something like this front rack could be a better option. And then have something like that for hauling things, the back rack. Back rack. Back. Like Burke Bacharach. <laughs> Burke Bacharach. Burke Bacharach. <laughs> Queen Burt Bacharach. <laughs> That's my next bike. Never mind. <laughs> um, I'm That's the upgrade. I'm like definitely fantasizing about taking my old, old, taking my hybrid specialized bike that's in the garage and doing all kinds of things to it, like putting one of those extra cycle things on the back so that it's like an SUV bike and so you can haul things on it. Yeah, like Ziggy. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we had Ziggy in the backpack yesterday, and he did great. He mm, <laughs> well, he looked like I don't know. It's only like a ten I minute ride had, to your house. I know, but he's, it it's not comfortable for him. And then he fidgets. Uh, I ended up having to stop oh, really? almost on the way home, like almost home, to like let him out of the bag uh-huh. and then get him back into it because uh, he was like not having it for not a second. Not having it, right? Um, yeah, so I'd like to do something where he's a little more comfortable. Right. Uh, we definitely want to get a dog trailer. We want to, well, not a dog trailer, but a trailer. Which, right. Which will be for dogs and camping gear, because yes. that's a thing that needs to happen. Yes. I have seen the sidecar. I have fallen in love with this little sidecar that I found on Pinterest. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But for some reason, I can just totally see Joni Mitchell in this tiny little sidecar. And it would also be useful to carry other things, like going to the market or something like that but it's so adorable but I don't know if that's exactly what I want for this yeah. do you know what I mean I think it's a, like a really novel it looks super cute right. and I think it's really novel but I think it wouldn't one of the things you love about your bike is to go fast yes and that would 
when you <laughs> when you add down. another wheel out to the side like that, right. you can't. That's just, gonna slow things down. Yeah, it's just not yeah. the it's just not the same thing. But, right, right. Um, but you have so many options, and I'm I'm really curious and yeah. to see like what direction you go in with that, and uh, maybe we can get. Like I'm picturing, uh, like the Red Baron uh, glasses, like the, the goggles, <laughs> the goggles. pilot goggles, and like the, the scarf, scarf with Joni flying in the wind. Yeah, she's tongue out, smiling. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it for sure. <laughs> uh, Karen. Yeah. Um, what is this tasty beverage that you have here? Oh, well, this is Stumptown's cold brew coffee with milk and chocolate. That's what it is. Also known in my world as crack. Literally, my friend Erica and I, when we, if we're out at the market getting one of these before work, we'll say, hey, do you want some crack? I mean, truly. And we know exactly what we're talking about. Stumptown's chocolate cold brew. Okay. <laughs> Joy Riders, listen to me right now. Let me tell you something right now. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Little yeah. secret is, people here in this town, they like coffee. Yes. And one of the things I like about this town one of the most famous purveyors of coffee in this town is uh, known as Stumptown Coffee. And they now have shops in various other cities, as well as national distribution for their cold brew coffee. Yeah. I have never once, <laughs> could have a longer conversation about Stumptown, but I have yes. never once um, enjoyed one of their cold brew coffee beverages out in the world. And so today on our way over here, picked up one of these delicious chocolate cold brews and that is why I'm talking a million miles a minute I told you. because I am totally cracked out on yeah. caffeine right now drunk on chocolate stump town and cold brew. not on the alcoholic beverages because that is a dangerous thing joy riders Don't do not drink. do drink not drink your do not drink uh, alcoholic beverages and then ride your bike one or two is okay you have to be but very we're to be gonna, yeah we're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna say you gotta yes. you gotta be a responsible adult here it is a dangerous thing mm-hmm. and uh take it, take it from I don't even know if we should be drinking chocolate stumptown cold brew and writing if you want to know the truth I'm gonna race you home <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get home so we're gonna get home so fast <laughs> just gonna fly home just gonna fly home yep um Karen if you could go for a bike ride with anyone anywhere um, anyone living or dead anywhere in the world who would you go with and where and and why um well i think that um i have a, a friend jonna Schoner, who i don't know if i should say her last name my friend jonna probably doesn't matter Link in the show notes. Yes, link in the show notes. Um, She is someone that I use... When I think of bike riding around Portland, I think of riding with her fondly. We rode together. We worked together. So we often would... um, We got into some shenanigans uh, riding around. Um, She was not a very responsible rider, so she was often... (laughs) <laughs> drunk, drunk, but she's a lot more responsible now um, as a grown-up woman. Um, but I love riding bikes with her. She's and I miss her so much in in my city. I miss knowing she's, you know, down the road, and we can just meet up and play backgammon. And so what I would do is pack up my little backgammon board, and I would meet Jana. Probably in South America somewhere. She's an adventure seeker. And she loves... um, She's way more adventurous than I am. So it would mostly be me following her around. And really just taking in the experience. Because she's traveled all over the world. And she's fearless when it comes to that. And I just think it would be really fun to just have our little backgammon board. And... Just kind of bum about. Um, I don't know why I choose South America. Probably because I want it to be warm. And I've always wanted to go there. Um, I can't think of a place specifically. But just somewhere nice and warm. And a place where we can just be. And check out the sights on our bicycles. And play backgammon all around. Shoot the shit. 
because that's what we used to always do. And I just miss that a lot. So I think that would be a really fun trip, the two of us together. That's rad. Yeah. I mean, I probably could have thought of, you know, take my sweetheart and go somewhere beautiful. And that would be, that's probably will happen. You know, I... <laughs> so it's just like, I'm just gonna... I miss my friend a lot. I miss her a lot. I love this question. And I love that there is like kind of no there's no wrong answer to it but also as soon as anybody commits to an answer they're like ah yeah but i still really but i just really like i i just i love hearing like whatever pops to somebody's mind yeah um you know and it could be a different it could be a different answer tomorrow yeah you know what i mean i just i love it yeah um Karen, you're the friggin' bee's knees, and I'm so thankful that you have a bike. I'm so excited that you asked me to go bike shopping with you. Um, it's living vicariously through other people's bike shopping experiences, <laughs> you know, and, and doing all that gear stuff That's is something awesome. I'm super into. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to see where we go, and um, we have this whole summer ahead where of us. Our bikes will take us. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited. Thank you for inspiring me to... When I worked at Velotech, at, on every Friday, I worked at a bike warehouse, and I pulled bike parts. And I would... Uh, we pulled them, and then we boxed them up and shipped them out. And it, ironically so, I would listen to Kat's podcast while I picked bike parts. So it was kind of... <laughs> I was, I'm like, oh, look, I'm pulling bike parts and I'm listening to a bike podcast. Oh, so meta. And it's just listening to all the other women who didn't know what they were doing either when they first got their bikes. <laughs> you know, it's inspiring to know that you can get something like this that is... I don't know if this is like a good first bike, but that you can get something like this and just kind of go with it, learn about it, and... It's inspiring to hear all of their stories and their travels and their on their bikes and um, so I was inspired by the joyride. I was inspired by you, Cat. You got on your bike. You changed your life. You ride to work in the you listen, you people, not you people. Listen, people. Cat rode this double cross. Oh my god! To work. In the we look, I've lived in Portland for 16 years, and this place has never been so rainy, snowy, icy, cold, windy as it was the last six months of our lives. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something: Cat rode this bike every day. How many miles did you say it was? Uh, Eleven it's, and it's a half miles. Seven and a half, one way. Seven, okay. yeah. So she's so doing like, 15 miles round trip, yeah, people, yeah. in the rain and the ice and the cold, and she rode in the snow. Oh, go it's on. It's inspiring. It's a heck of a first, a heck of a first winter. To, it was a crazy winter, Kat. Yeah, it was really nuts. It was the craziest winter. Every, anyone will say it. It was nuts. So, kudos to you. Thank you for inspiring me to get my own bicycle. And who knows, maybe I'll be riding in the winter months to work. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, and that's the thing is you don't have to if you're not into it. But, yeah. like, if you, you know, if you get yourself set up and you are into right it, here. you know, like, you got to just ride your ride, right? Mm -hmm. um, so one last question that just popped up for me. Because you are um, a new <clears throat> bike owner and uh, et cetera, et cetera, what's one, do you have one piece of advice for a, a woman who is, like, in a similar position, one piece of advice for the to prepare her for bike shopping or to be aware of when she goes into a shop? Um, I think it is really good to like be prepared for that question, where do you see yourself riding? Mm -hmm. Because that was actually the first question that Liz asked me, what do you want to do on this bike? Right. Where do you want to take it? Do you just want to cruise around your neighborhood? Do you want to go downtown? Do you want to ride on dirt? Do you want to do both? Do you like to do mountain biking? So really having a clear idea of where you want to go on your bike, I think was the best thing. And you, you told me to think about that too, before we went. Um, I do think that is the best thing that you can think about before you go in. Because inevitably they're going to ask you, <laughs> you know, where you're going to go. Do, do you think that there is any um, hesitancy with where in your mind you see yourself that you could go to today versus in six months when you're more used to riding? Do you know, like, was there a gap for you with, like, uh, where do I see myself mm -hmm. with where I'm at today versus can I expand my, my yeah. I definitely, envision yes, for the future? Yes. I wanted... 
I think I could take this outside of the city and become, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'm wondering, like, um, I'm wondering if you had a moment where you're like, I could see myself here, but it's too much of a stretch to see myself out there, Mm. and out there is where I really want to see myself. Right. Does that, does that, am I, is that connecting Uh, at all? Kind of. Like. Yeah, like, I'm just wondering if. uh, If I I wasn't just thinking short term. Yeah, yeah. Could you see yourself, could you, did you have a stretch goal, or did you have, like, this is where I'm at today? Well, I think that in that moment, like, I was kind of, like, I wasn't quite sure I was going to buy the bike or not. Like, on our walk, I transferred money right, to right. buy the bike. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's kind of like, I wasn't really going there that day with the intent. Like you said earlier, I thought we were going to ride several bikes. I thought we were going to go down to the community, you know, cycling center. I thought I was going to try. Um, but it just felt like the right connection, and I loved the help we got in that shop. Um both the gentleman that was doing all the work on the bike and the woman who sold the bike to me. I really, I wanted to buy the bike from them. It just felt like the right thing to do. And I don't know what uh, other, you know. So I think that for me, in that moment, I was thinking of what am I going to use this bike for now? Mm -hmm. And right now I'm going to use it to tool around the neighborhood, come to your house, go to work, maybe go up to the market, take the dog around to the beer porches, stuff like that. But now that I have it and I have ridden and I, I might, I'm definitely expanding my mind into taking the bike on different types of adventures. Even though I do have that, did have that in the back of my mind, now that I'm riding it and it's so easy and I'm using air quotes, which I hate using air quotes and I've done it twice during this podcast. You, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You've done it a few times, but it's right. So obnoxious. Um, but it just, when you're... When you've been having a bike experience that isn't completely wonderful, like even though I loved Pinky Tuscadero and we had this wonderful connection, I had so many memories attached to the bicycle, it wasn't really a fun ride. It didn't feel fun. It was work. This feels like it's work doing the work for me. Even though I know I'm doing the work, it's just easier work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel like knowing that I can go faster and maybe... Um, longer mm-hmm. since it's not so much work in in the moment that I have all that energy that I could save for another two hours it's it that's a, a really cool feeling and that's when I texted you the other day and told you I felt free and happy it it really did do that and I know that the sun is out and the blah 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 we haven't seen the sun in freaking 150 some odd days I don't know but <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it. But you get that feeling when you ride a bicycle of, you know, that when you first, you know, when my dad let go of the, the seat handle and I didn't fall down that first time. It's like, oh my God, I totally did it. You know, and then you fall over because you start thinking. And that's <laughs> the thing. It's like you get on there and it's not thinking. You just do. And then nature does the rest. And it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And and free and that's a really cool feeling that I haven't felt in a very long time even though I did ride pinky it didn't feel free it felt like we were just there god that stupid bike so Karen anyway. Ann I think we're gonna I think we're gonna leave it there I think so too I think we're gonna leave it there um thanks so much for getting a bike and for asking me to go bike shopping with you yeah girl and for being a guest on the joyride Thank and I'm so excited me. we're gonna have lots of joy rides together thank up, you for having me you're so welcome up top <laughs> I haven't done an up top in a while All right, folks, big thanks to Karen for hanging out with me and for for hanging out with me ever um, and for asking me to go and go bike shopping with her. Super cool, super jazzed about um, seeing all the fun things that are in store for her and all of us in the future. Friends, as you know, I believe in the transformative power of the bike in our personal lives, in our communities, and in the world at large. 
I'd be super grateful if you would leave a rating or a review in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever method you listen. It helps more people to find the show. And I do believe that the more stories that we share, the more women who ride, we make this world, our internal world and our external worlds, uh, we make them better with every revolution. Ratings and reviews do help with that, but nothing is better than a personal introduction. Sure would be rad if you'd share the show with even just one woman who you think might dig it. As always, I appreciate your time and your attention. Remember, friends, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Keep moving forward, and until next time, I hope you enjoy the ride. podcast in history. It's not going to be the longest. Probably not. I've had a couple longer ones. Yeah, you have had a couple longer ones. What, do you got something to say about it? (laughs) No, they've been wonderful.